0: Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Wow. Tomorrow we have Parshas Noach. As we are taught in the fifth chapter of Asura Doros, me Noach le Avram. There were 10 generations last week from Odom to Noach, and now we span another 10 generations going from Noach to Avram Avinu. During this time, interestingly, Noach's name appears three times in the very first verse. Ela told us Noach, Noach ish tzadik, right? Eswelokim ishaleich, Noach. And what does that mean? Says the Meshachachma that Noach lived in three different times. He lived before the Mabul, he lived during the Mabul, and he lived after the Mabul. There's so much going on during these uh, 10 generations. We will focus quickly on number one, the door HaMabel that was washed away by a Baruch Hu, the door ha that which scattered, which allowed Avram Avinu to come, because prior to the building of the tower, the Torah says, the entire world was safa achas udvarim achadim. They all thought one way. There was no way for a man who was thinking very differently, going against the tide, a monotheist, to even be considered, other than the fact that now that people are dispersed, and they have different languages, they are open to different ideas. Hence, what we find next week, HaNefesh Asher Asu Now, let's get back to Parshas Noah. I'd like to focus on one point, namely, the Korbanos, that Noach brings. Right after the Mabul, we're told, literally, he comes out, and Vaiven Noach mizbeach Lashem. Noach builds a mizbeach. And the Medrash on Vaiven. this is in Beresh's Rabbah, um, Perak Lamedalid. What is Va'even? Nizbonen. From the word, not just to build, but Bina, to understand. That just as we had last week, Vayiven, Hashem takes the tsela, either the side or the rib, from Adam, and He builds it. And not only does He create woman from that part which was taken from Adam, but Va'iven He gives her Bina Yeserah woman had that intuition and that special knowledge that man does not have, which is why, interestingly, girls get bar bas- mitzvah at the age of 12, and boys not until they're 13. Just as va'iven there has the connotation se'chazal of bina, here too va'iven noach. Noach builds an altar as soon as he comes out, and he understands that, what? Two by two, the Torah tells us, in the early part of Noah, the animals from all over the world come to Noah. So we didn't have to go to Antarctica in order to get the penguins. They came on their own, marching two by two. Interestingly, Chazal tells us that we had it first. Today, unfortunately, when one travels and goes to an airport, one has to go through a metal detector. We added first that the ark had a moral detector. What does that mean? The only species that were allowed on to Noah's Teva were those that had stayed moral, Within their own. But the Torah tells us ouch, at the very end of Parshas Bereshus, next to the last verse, the Torah says that Hashem has decided to destroy, blot out man who he created, from man to animal to creeping things. So, why, if man sinned, why the animals? So Rashi quotes from the Beretius Rabbah, and this is in chapter 30, I'm sorry, 28 of Beretius Rabbah. <laughs> the animal world as well became corrupt. Now, this is something which is so difficult for us to understand, but so powerful the man's actions have an effect not only on himself and mankind, but man's actions have an effect upon the world around him. And therefore, man's immorality actually led to the immorality of the animal world as well. And you found, you find that just as the Torah was so careful to tell us in the first chapter of Baratius Leminehem, Liminehem, which means in accordance with their own kind, Hashem created each species of animals, the domestic animals, the wild animals, the birds, the fish. Everything was created Limi nehem, And unfortunately, as man became corrupt, Rashi says again in this week's Pasha, chapter six, verse twelve, kol basar, that all flesh, unfortunately, had become corrupt, says Rashi, even the animals Niskokin, unfortunately, were attracted and mated to those that were not of their species. And therefore, Hashem says this has to be literally erased from the face of the earth. Interestingly, the Torah goes out of its way. There are so many miracles associated with the Teva, with Noah's Ark. For example, the Ramban says that, whoa, if you look on the surface, the Torah tells you how long was the ark, 300 amos, an amos is a foot and a half. That's approximately 450 feet long. Whoa, that's bigger, and I'm not into football at all, but it's much bigger than a football field, which is fairly large. And so why is that? to give us the impression, ah, it's natural. Says the Ramban, ten arcs, ten, listen to this, could not house all the animals. Hashem was good and kind to Noah, but Hashem is always maktin, he literally plays down his miracles to give man the opportunity to say, sure, it was a natural thing. But it was miraculous. So if it was miraculous, the Torah tells us that there were three decks to the ark. The bottom one was for the garbage, the middle one was for the animals, and the top one was for man. With all the miracles going on here, that there's enough room in the ark, it could have been that the middle deck, which is where the animals were, it would have been one big room, and all the animals could have stayed in that one big room in the, quote, social hall for the year's time, and they would have all behaved However, that's not what the Torah says. The Torah says that You are to make compartments, because we have a recreation of creation. That just as by creation, they were separate, now two, they're going to be separate. So you have two by two that come, those who are moral. And now Hashem says to Noah, Go on your own, and take, this is the Ramban who points this out, go and take seven pair of kosher animals. Uh, doesn't use the word kosher. It says those that are tahor, those that are literally pure. And Rashi tells us that we're talking about um, those that will be what we call kosher in the future, which teaches us that Noah studied Torah. Okay, now watch. Hashem doesn't tell him why. He goes and he, quote, fetches them himself. The Ramban says to give him more schar for the mitzvah. If you remember that in a few weeks when Eliezer comes to the well and he sees, wow, the water came up by itself for Rivka the Tzadikas. But yet, when it comes to Rivka complying, And giving water to Eliezer, for that, she had to do the drawing herself. Why couldn't the water come up for this as well? Because coming up the first time for herself, that was not any kind of a mitzvah. But now that she's doing it for somebody else, There you have to work for the mitzvah. We shouldn't complain. Very often, if we have a schar, be it schar or other kinds of tircha for the performance of a mitzvah, just know, don't look for it, but when it comes, a mitzvah that's done with greater tircha is certainly worth much more than a mitzvah without tircha. Hence, Noah gets these seven pairs. Hashem doesn't tell him why, but Rashi tells us that Noah on his own, and once again, as we started, he understands and he builds a, quote, Mizbeach. So the first thing we learn from this, my friends, is to realize the profound effect of korbanos. Unfortunately, we don't yet have the third base on But just remember, in the very beginning of Perkyavos, we're reminded that the world stands on three pillars: Al Torah, Kmiyas That's right. And what's the one I skipped? Avoda. Avoda is really korbanos. Today we have our prayers instead of, and we just yesterday today is Rosh Chodesh. Okay. Thursday. And what's happening today on Rosh Chodesh is we said Musaf, the additional prayer, and we prayed to Hashem that we should restore that third base of Migdash that we could actually bring these Korbanos. But there is a profound effect upon Korbanos, because after all, as soon as Noah brings this Korban, or Korbanos, Hashem tells us, whatever that means, I can't translate it, because Hashem has no nose, but yet He smelled the sweet savor, and what does He say? I will no longer ever again destroy mankind. So do the carbonos work? Yes. Do they have an effect? Yes. What's going on here? I'm just going to suggest two very important points. Prior to the Mabul, and this might be one of the reasons that man literally was on the level of animal. He treated animals with the same way that he treated man. Adam They were literally like one. Number one, man could not eat meat till after the mabul, when God gives Noah in chapter 9 in this week's parasha, the permissibility of eating meat, all of mankind were vegetarian. So Be it that, or unfortunately, because of the immorality going on, there was this hashva'ah. There was this terrible equality of man and animal. And perhaps that is why, unfortunately, man had to be um, reduced, eradicated, mankind from this world. And we begin the New World by Noah showing that animals are there for the purpose of serving God. They are for working, they are for carrying man's burdens, they are to assist, but man has this superiority over the animals and perhaps a is teaching us that when man acts like an animal, really, like the Ramban says, man should be brought to the uh, Mizbeach, and man should die. But, God was good to us, and we offer an animal, listen carefully everybody, to atone for the animal part of us that sinned and acted, quote, like an animal. That is number one, but we see the importance of korbanos, and so every day as we complete the shemona esrei with the bracha of Ritzei, we restore korbanos, like we said today in yalevi and sheit we. Take our three steps back and we pray Shia Bunnah based on We are asking for Karbonos. But finally understand that Noah realizes that if he has a little bit more meaning, these seven pair, I've got to do something positive with it. I'm gonna channel it back to Hashem. I'm gonna bring Korbanos. And he's teaching each and every one of us a very important point that any and all talents, resources that we have don't just. Keep it for yourself. What is that? If you have extra money, it's because Hashem gave it to you for you to give stuck up. Thank God you finished paying your tuition years ago, but I have a couple of extra bucks in the bank. I go to my local yeshiva and I say there's got to be some families that are struggling with tuition. Let me pay for them. Ah, oh, that's using your resource in the positive way. You're retired, you had a little bit more time. There are some families where mommy, daddy has to work, but oh, this carpool. Go to the school and say, can I carpool once, twice, three times a week, and be there and help a family. You're going shopping for yourself anyway. Call your local rabbi. He'll give you the name of one or two or three families that are shut-ins, and you'll call them. What can I shop for you? What can I bring for you? You're not just going to bring them their food. You're going to bring them a great smile. You're going to show that people care. You're going to learn from Noah that we when you have a talent, use that talent and channel it for Hashem. Wow, there is so much in Pashas Noah which is so relevant for our uplifting of our lives. Shabbat Shalom to all.